Welcome to the Preservation Technology Podcast, the show that brings you the people and projects that are advancing the future of America's heritage. I'm Kevin Ammons with the National Park Service's National Center for Preservation Technology and Training. Today we join NCPTT's Jenny Hay as she speaks with Stephen Gonzalez, Executive Director of the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail Association. This National Historic Trail stretches from Natchitoches, Louisiana, the home of NCPTT, west through Texas, all the way to the Rio Grande on the Texas-Mexico border. Stephen will tell us about the curriculum development and trail stewardship projects being supported by the America's Best Ideas grant recently awarded to the association by the National Parks Foundation. Mr. Stephen Gonzalez, thank you so much for joining us today on this NCPTT podcast. Can you tell me a little about the history of the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail? Sure. Um, El Camino Real de los Tejas, um, in a nutshell, is what led to the founding of Texas. Uh, We would not be calling Texas, Texas without the trail today. Uh, Basically, in the mid-1680s, the first Spanish expeditions began over the trail as they were searching for their French imperial rivals uh, who had crashed here on the Texas coast. Um, eventually, they ended up finding a few of those survivors uh, and uh, making the first trip out to East Texas to uh, near present-day Mission Tejas State Park uh, in, in far East Texas uh, to establish Mission San Francisco de los Tejas, which was the first mission here in Texas. Um, so the initial kind of expansion was all about uh, colonial imperialism and, and, and battling for territory uh, with the perceived French threat that the Spanish uh, saw here in, in their northern frontier of New Spain. Um, the historic period of significance for the trail is from 1680 to 1845, so well over 100 years later after uh, these initial entradas by the Spanish, and you started having Anglo settlers come down from the east and, and heading down the road towards places like San Antonio and, and Austin. And um, so it really is the trail that led to the founding of Texas and what it is today. Wow, that's quite a history. How did you become involved in preserving the historic landscape? Well, um, as an undergrad student at the University of Texas in Austin, um, I did a lot of study on Spanish missions and presidios on the northern frontier of New Spain. And so I've, I've had a, a his, uh, an interest in the history of, of kind of the Spanish colonial period for quite some time. Uh, then I went to grad school at Texas State in San Marcos uh, a few years after that. And I took a class called Theory of Parks and Protected Places. Uh, and the, the instructor for that class was the, the uh, president, the first president of our association. His name is Andrew Sampson. And so uh, he was looking for uh, a study to be done on the trail and, and trail associations and those sort of things. And uh, I thought it would just be an interesting way to continue my studies of Spanish colonial history and to also, also to begin working on, on trails because I'm fascinated with, uh, I've always enjoyed trails as well as, as uh, you know, cultural history. So it was just the perfect combination and being at the, perfect, at the right place at the right time. So the National Historic Trail was designated in 2004. Um, what was the process of designation like? Well, this was actually before my time with the association. Um, I, I came on in, in 2009 as executive director but I can tell you some background I've um, come to understand about it. Uh, it was a little different than most uh, um, 
trail designations that take place. Usually you have an advocacy group formed beforehand that's, uh, you know, petitioning for the designation of a National Historic Trail. This one was kind of the other way around, where uh, there was, um, you know, congressional representatives uh, from Texas really pushing for the designation of the trail themselves, and, and, and they got the legislation passed. And so the uh, Trail Association was kind of formed after the fact, which is it's really unusual and different for most, uh, from most other trails. Okay. Well, what's happening today with the trail? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on with the trail nowadays. Um, some of the, the bigger things that are happening is last year, the governor signed into law here in Texas um, some legislation that allows signage to be placed along the trail, uh, you know, here in Texas. And so uh, still to this day that you cannot see one official National Park Service sign anywhere along the trail. Uh, so if you think about that, I mean, it's been designated since 2004. Here we are 2012, and there's still not one official sign on the trail. So uh, that legislation was a big step in allowing us to get uh, to move toward, uh, towards getting signage on the road. And the first places we're going to have that are going to be in Milam County, which is about uh, 50 miles, 60 miles east of Austin, at a place called the San Javier Mission Complex, and Victoria County, where uh, some uh, former sites of Mission Espiritu Santo and Presidio La Bahia uh, were at there in Victoria. So by the end of this year, uh, we should see some of the first signage ever on the trail in these two locations, and we're going to have uh, big unveilings for that, particularly at Apache Pass, where the first signs will go up. Uh, so we're really excited about that. We think that once signage is on the road, it's going to bring a lot more recognition to the trail, uh, because as with all national uh, historic trails, it's, it's always a challenge to bring them into the eye of the public, and so this is a, a good way to help us to do that. The uh, National Parks Foundation just awarded the association an America's Best Ideas grant. What plans do you have for the implementation of this grant? Well, uh, this grant is going to allow us to create curriculum for 7th grade history students here in Texas. Um, for the last couple of years, we've done something called the Region 7 Educational Service Center video conference on the trail. And so uh, we've had over a 1,000 students participate each year, and we've been very happy to see that it's, this has uh, happened from one end of the state to the other. Um, but we're hoping that through creating this educational curriculum, we'll be able to have resources available for teachers to actually teach the trail in classrooms uh, and, and get students out on the trail for a stewardship project. And then they can turn around and present uh, everything that they've learned and found out about the trail, experienced about the trail, during this video conference. Um, so uh, it's, it's something we're very excited about. And once these uh, curriculum materials are developed, we're going to be able to distribute them freely to any school that wants to participate uh, in this program via websites uh, such as ours or the National Park Service or, or the Region 7 website. So we're, we're pretty excited about uh, the whole uh, project. Sure. Why is service learning, like the stewardship project you mentioned, important for heritage education? I think it's just, you know, hands-on learning, service learning is is the best way to learn. I remember being a student, you know, years ago, and some of the, the most meaningful and lasting um, uh, uh, studies that I ever did had some aspect of service learning to them. I think, you know, when you can, you know, learn about things in class and, and, and read materials on it, and then when you actually get out onto the landscape, 
and you see it and you experience it firsthand, and then more so do some sort of a stewardship project where you might, you know, help to maintain it or take care of it, it, it becomes more meaningful to you. And, and it gives you, um, there, there's just a, a, a longer-lasting impression. And I think people, the kids who are part of this uh, educational program will take this with them for years to come and hopefully, you know, share the trail with their kids so that there's ex this extended kind of care and stewardship that is taking place for the trail over the years because that's going to need to happen. Right. Well, what do you think the future holds for the El Camino Real de las Tejas National Historic Trail? Well, I think uh, it's, it's a good future. We have a lot ahead of us to do. As, as one of the newest trails in the national trail system, um, there's a lot that needs to be done for it, both to protect it and to develop it at the same time. And, and those can seem like they're different uh, kinds of uh, goals. But we have to do all kinds of research to still find out where great portions, uh, just substantial portions of this trail really are, uh, you know, different campsites and river crossings and actual swales and ruts along the way. Um, and once we can figure out where those are, uh, in turn, we need to work with people, the landowners who actually have those, uh, those parcels on their land so that we can help to protect them and hopefully open them up to visitation for, uh, by the public. Uh, over 99% of this trail is on private land, so we have a big challenge ahead of us. But we can see through what's going on nowadays that there are landowners out there who are interested and willing to uh, share what they have with the public. And so uh, it's it's just it's very exciting to think about all the possibilities that are out there for the trail. It's so new that there's just so much to do, and, and we look forward to, to all of it. It's just it's a great challenge that we're very happy to be a part of. Well, we look forward to seeing how the association grows. Um, it's been wonderful talking with you today, Mr. Gonzalez. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time and, and, and talking with you, too. That was Ginny Hay interviewing Stephen Gonzalez. You can find a full transcript as well as links to the homepage of the El Camino Real National Historic Trail Association on the NCPTT website. That's ncptt.nps.gov. Until next time.